That money stacked tall, but only partially my focus. So compassionate, struggle hard for me to cope with. Do a lot for others, not for This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors, and you logged on to 10th year seniors.com. I'm Draymond Green, forward for the Golden State Warriors, and you log on to 10th year seniors.com. Wrapped up in for you. Kids grow up scars that are rubbed down with oil. And life didn't change a bit, but I can't grow apart. But those are my pushes. There it is. Redemption for Golden State. We had guidance. We was more blessed than others. We was the deepest family. Nobody had more cousins. The street lights were flicking. So you started a funny well, we should start by saying we are really, really irresponsible at this. We're, we're bad. No, we, we, we bad at it. I mean, we good once we start. We just bad at consistency. I blame our jobs. Somebody should pay us to do this, and then we could quit our jobs and just do this all the time. Randy, oh, what your people saying? Workers be hectic. I can't lie. By the time you finish, <laughs> by the time you finish that, the last thing you think about is like more talking. Because you talk all day, literally. We talk all day. But it's, but it's been such a good season, though. And especially this point yeah. in the season, it's so much we miss and it's so much going on. Like, me and Tage was trying to do the rundown before we started this. Like, and every two minutes, we was like, oh, shit, we forgot something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, we forgot something else. Because I feel like this has been one of the more eventful seasons of the past couple of years. You know why? Because every every team have someone you want to watch. Even the bad teams have, like, a few yeah. good players you don't mind seeing. Like, I watched the Hawks play last night. John Collins and Trey Young had like 25 each, and they it was a good game. They every game, like 140. Every game I watched them, I say I can't wait to see R.J. Barrett with this team. Whoa, anyone. Every game. Cam Reddish, true. What's interesting is you think um, with LeBron going to the West, you think the East storylines wouldn't be as compelling? It got better. But yeah, it got a lot better because I think it used to be a foregone conclusion that the Cavs are going to the finals anyway. Whatever team LeBron is on going to the finals. But now like we have we have some stuff going on. And like anybody that has picked up a basketball or talks about basketball, we are contractually obligated to start any conversation about LeBron because the fact that the Lakers will not be in the playoffs is probably the biggest storyline. Right yeah, now. yeah, that's that, that that let a lot of people down. It let me down because I wouldn't have mind seeing him in the first round. I think he's still gonna push for the first round, but I, th- I think they take their foot off the gas a little fast. You know what? You know what I hate, dog. What's I that? just hate that it gives so much validity. To people that hate him. Oh yeah, like they that's love the this. part that bothers They me, love this like, right now. The, his entire career, I've been pulling for him just to shut people. He's the up. best. How he can be the best, and he got made the playoffs. That's a right. Like that's it. The, like now, I got nothing for the Jordan people. I got nothing because now the all they doing is kicking their feet up, throwing yeah. their hands back, and saying he ain't make the playoffs. <sighs> That's like the bad. That's like, that's like the bad minimum. No, you gotta make the playoffs. Like, I mean, but is it? I mean, the dude got hurt, and then everything fell apart. Like, yeah, I, but I don't. I don't feel like that team was bad enough to miss the playoffs. So, see, the thing about it is, and what we what we don't like look at for the big picture is the lake has been a shit show from this been established. I mean, we sat in here on this podcast when they was putting that roster together, and I think the three of us was like, I really like this roster construction. Like, tings and tings with this. Like, where the shooters at? It didn't look anything like any other LeBron team that was really good. So from then, I was like, eh, I don't know if this could work. And then you're playing with a bunch of young, emotional-ass niggas. And not only that, too. And you playing with a coach who rotations change night to night, which is also, like, that but, kill a lot of them. But, I mean, with these guys, like... I mean, what could you do? I feel like with these guys are probably so inconsistent. Like, he has to... Do what he has to do. Um, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. But think <laughs> about. But we made fun of this, right? But think about the list they brought in for veteran leadership, though. The Rondo. veteran leadership was Javale McGee, Rondo, and Lance Stevenson. And don't forget the eternal Mike Beasley. All head cases. Well, I, I was just gonna say they were they were better known for like their play style, but in terms of like off court stuff, in terms of mental aspect of it, that's like the the worst bunch you could pick, not honestly. one of them niggas said stability and no. everybody was making fun of it I think even LeBron gave them like some nickname that didn't catch him mud or something. it was something I don't even remember it so yeah. it's, mud, it's, I know it's, it didn't stick it's yeah. mental illness uh, all, they, a all, bunch of weird niggas basically shit. that's what they got and so like everybody knows they were fourth in the west LeBron goes down with the groin injury and then things season shit, over shit just fell apart mm-hmm. because Okay, this is my thing, right? And mm. I said this at the beginning. Once they didn't get Paul George or Kawhi, I thought LeBron should just punt on this season and play like 50 games. Because I knew there was no way that team but 
could challenge. So you know they had to make a move. And when they didn't make the move, I was like, all right, well, I don't expect anything from this team. But people did because they were number four. But essentially, they did punt on the team. I don't think they came into the season thinking that they were going to be seven in the West at any point. Signing those guys was a punt on the team. But the crazy part of this whole thing is that even the, like, I could see if they signed, like, a bunch of crazy niggas who could shoot. Right. But even the, even the logic behind it was kind of stupid, like, with uh, Magic saying that he wanted a lot of ball handlers and a lot of guys moving the ball. That's never first, worked. Yeah, first of all, like, wait, so you have the best player in the league and you're going to take the ball out of his hand and put it to dudes who do the same thing that he does but aren't as good at it? And then what are they moving the ball for? Like, what where does it end up? In the hands of a dude who can't shoot. So, like, how does that make sense? Like that doesn't make any it's, like, it's like point guard overload. Yeah. Basically, you have like seven point guards. Every Everyone is ball dominant, and then you don't, you expected, you expected Brandon Ingram to make a bigger leap by now. I mean, he's I playing, mean, he was good. Pretty good. He's playing really like, good. The last at least 20 really, games, he was good. Really good? Really, really good. He was good. Eh. Pause. But he was good. I, I guess what? I don't know I thought I thought I would see more from him this year. He was average, he's averaging like twenty a game. Yeah, he was like around seventeen, eighteen. Was he, he was more consistent. I think than he's Kuz. averaging twenty a game. Uh, I could check. He was more consistent. He should than be Kuz. more consistent than Kuz because he was the second yeah. overall pick. You expect him to be more consistent than Kuz because he's supposed to be seen as a franchise player. He is. Well, we'll he showed see. signs. He showed signs that he could not franchise, but he could be a consistent scorer. See, um, my th- my thing with that is, if if you're going to keep him as a part of the roster and he's not going to be trade bait, well, never mind. I guess everybody was trade bait. Oh, that's that's where my my train of thought was. So so therefore, LeBron gets hurt, and then everybody knows you got to make a move. This is my question: Why were the Lakers personnel surprised that they were on the trading block? I thought everybody knew that anyone not named LeBron. No, I'm was sure, subject for a trade. I'm pretty sure they knew they were on the trade block, though. But that tore the whole thing apart. I think because the way the front office handled that, and the way I give LeBron more faults as a GM than I give him as a player this year. But the way the front office handled that, the way LeBron handled that, that's what really tore this team apart. It was ugly, though. It was. It was. It was because terrible. like you could see what was coming, like play after play, you could see what was coming. But oh, he said he want to leave. He joined clutch, oh, and then you could just see like from there that was it. Honestly, though, I put. I put the onus on us on the front office because they should shield LeBron from from taking responsibility for this because it's How, you can't though. I know, but I mean I mean I like LeBron like LeBron shouldn't get heat because he wants to trade those guys for Anthony Davis because anybody with sense would want to trade those guys for Anthony Davis. Of course. And a, a lot of a lot of um a, a lot of the blame should go on LeBron too because the minute they leak that they want to go to New Orleans I mean, when that they want to go to L.A., that's when he loses all leverage. Like he's not going to L.A. now. The second you let that to, in the public, you know what I mean. So, I, it was a it was a mess. I did think he started he started showing his hands too much. Yeah, like they started telegraphing it. it. Desperate after yeah, a while. that was that was my only problem with it LeBron. Like, very I would, desperate after I would have just kicked back. I would have gave the media all the slick answers and give them all the backhanded quotes that they wanted to. But I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been as vocal about a lot of stuff that he was because it ended up coming back to bite him in the ass. Like when he started questioning dude's commitment and stuff like that. I wouldn't, well, yeah. you open up yourself for people to question you when they see, you know, who is having to push you on a closeout and stuff like that. You what know he, what I mean? Kyrie was the same person as him. Yeah. Basically. What Pretty he should what he should have said was I play like like I I play. Like don't ask me. Yeah. That, I, I'm a player. Like I, I this is a team. I'm playing what I'm gonna play with him. That's you, all he had you to could say. Shut all of that down by I'm going to let the front office do their job. Ask Magic, ask I'm Rob. I'm to do my job. Don't ask me anything. I don't trade anybody. I play. Magic and Rob, by the way, who I think are shitty at their job. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're good at their job. What but they'll have a decision now. What about the new talk they say the the idea of trading LeBron? That's what do you think about that, that? I don't think that's real. You don't think they would trade him? The, you, LeBron James will never be traded unless unless he like forty seven and, and he, forces he really it. had the tail end of his career and he's trying to do like that Shaq Rainbow jersey thing where you play for like six or seven teams. LeBron ain't never getting traded. Like, come on, you bro. wouldn't trade him right now. Trade him for who? You <laughs> like, no, right? but what are you we'll, giving me? The Warriors? Maybe. Okay, if you're giving if you're giving me Steph, no, Clay, and KD, Steph. then Probably. yes, I'll give you LeBron. What about Clay, Draymond? Clay, I just want to say, what about Clay and Draymond? And Durant, Clay Draymond, I give you Quinn Cook. No, no. Livingston, no. Iguodala, 
it, no. you uh, Steph or Steph or KD has to be a part of that. You it get, can't just you be Clay, Clay and, and Draymond. No, no, I'm not Clay I'm not, and Boogie. No, I don't know about Boogie Boogie's Achilles. It wow. has to be KD. Like, if you are going... KD or Steph. You're talking about somebody who... The conversation is this dude and Jordan. Yeah, like, that's the conversation. And he is he may be on the tail end of his prime, but it's still his prime. And the tail end of his prime is better than just about everybody else. So the only thing you can get for him is... It has to be multiple all-star talents. It can't even just be one in pieces. Multiple all-stars. The little McCollum. No, no, it's not enough. That's not enough. You, you know what they need to throw in that. Get out of here with the small ass backcourt. You know what they need to throw in that. You know what they need to throw in that trade. Who? Evan Turner. Oh Jesus! Oh God, no. To make the contracts match up. Yeah. Because Evan Turner making <laughs> what seventy. This is last year, though. At least y'all get Kanta. Well, not y'all, but they got Kanta. That's my problem. They've been uh, playing good since they my, got him. Though. My team been. I thought he should have gone somewhere else. I don't. I didn't understand it, but he, he played well there. Though. I feel he, like he, he go. Was, I mean, he's gonna play well. Where hasn't he played well? When you think about it, he's played well everywhere he's been in the league. I feel I like he go anywhere as long as it's on this side of the Atlantic. Yeah, that's yeah. all I mean. Just yeah. to be far away from Turkey, because like, did you? Oh, speaking of which, you also when Turkoglu gave that interview with uh, ESPN. Turkoglu, Turkoglu was like a James Bond henchman. Now he's like yeah, a he's arc like, henchman. He's like um uh, official in the Turkish government right away. Yeah, he's now, like the head of the federation. And so now he's saying, now they saying this shit like. Can't uh, have been supporting terrorist groups and shit like that. Like they trying, they trying to take it there. Wow. This is this is so disappointing because Turgulu was such a cool player and he seemed like a cool guy. He is no longer a cool player or a cool guy. I know right? he's yeah he's like the he's like the assistant. They basically telling henchman. you if we see Cantor, it's on site. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like he's like the head henchman in the like, James Bond his movie. His dad, Cantor's dad, was a professor or something like that at university. He lost his job. Like they constantly harassing his family. Like it on site. Wow, we need to get back to basketball for sure. But anyway, so the Stick Lakers, the sports, the Lake, the Lakers, been the biggest talking point because LeBron made the playoffs, and then, then everybody started getting hurt, and he was done for the year. First, we heard LeBron was going to be on the minutes restriction. Then Brandon Ingram had blood clots. Then Lonzo Ball. That's who needed to make the leap right there. And I you mean, can't help but watch this Laker team and think. I don't Boy, know. D'Angelo Russell would have been nice. D'Angelo Russell is what they need <laughs> right now. Nice. With D'Lo right now, it would have been nice. They would be a I mean, whole, completely different team. But the thing about D'Angelo Russell is maybe there's a butterfly effect thing when uh, being labeled a snitch and then being traded and ended up in Brooklyn and tearing his ACL. Maybe that kind of made him wise up and start to realize his potential. Because, I mean. No, no, no. He just needed more tattoos. Yeah, Fox. that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's, get more VC. Yeah, his VC up. You got to change the hair tattoos. You got the kill manga here. Yeah. 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 So I mean, that's that's really all it was. Like it had nothing else to do with the other stuff. He just needed more tattoos. And oh. once that happened, he would have been the perfect. Uh, he would have been the perfect point guard to put next to LeBron. The literal catch perfect and shoot type of player. catch and shoot can handle it if you need him to. Yeah, can pass because when LeBron says he needs a playmaker, it's not somebody to dominate the ball all the time, but it's somebody that can do it sometimes when mm-hmm. the defense is collapsing on me. That's what D'Angelo Russell is. He's a perfect. But it's not too late to get guard. him though. Mm, nah, I think he about may be too good. How are they gonna get him? Free agency. He's a free agent this year. Oh, is he? He is. But doesn't he get the? I thought he has. He's a limit. He's a not limited. He's unrestricted. A, he's a restrict. He's unrestricted. I don't think he's restricted. Not. Nah, I think he has to come off unrestricted. They, I think they have to re-sign him, right? No, I think they signed Dinwiddie instead. Eh? But you know, he. You know, he's going to demand a lot in free because agency I think now. him and Dinwiddie on the same contract. So we. Signed, I think they. I, thought, I think they let him sign Dinwiddie over him. I thought you could sign more than one of those guys at the same time. But, but nah, plus, they got Kyrie Levert too. No, nah, plus Dinwiddie was a second round pick too, so I don't I don't think they're on the same contract. I think I, like, I know I know I saw something. It was like it comes down to either Russell or Dinwiddie. Really? Dinwiddie. I thought if, since Dinwiddie's like a second rounder, like he has that one year, and then they have to re-sign him, and then D'Angelo Russell's a first rounder, so they extend him with the with the. Um, but you do know D'Angelo Russell's market demand is incredible at this point. He's coming off an All Star season, like. Them getting him will not be for cheap, and I think they were aiming a little higher. I mean, not that he's not a good player, but, I mean, shit, their goal was two dudes in the race for MVP, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Why would he want to go there anyway? I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure he wouldn't after the way they did him. They wrote him completely off, and they he almost ruined his career there, so I don't I don't know. So, the, of course, anywhere LeBron gives you a lot to talk about, but that's not... Like we said, there's been tons of compelling storylines. Of course, 
we've been getting Warriors fatigue over the last few years because the Warriors have just been so good that it's actually gotten kind of boring. You just knew they were going to win, and it was a foregone conclusion. That ain't been the case this year, though. They had the fights earlier in the season, KD and Draymond going at it. Steve Kerr looks like he's tired of Draymond shit. You had Steph and Clay going out with injuries at certain points. DeMarcus Cousins looking like the peacemaker. And then how good is this team going to be when he comes back? And and, and how are they going to gel? That's Those are the kind of things we wanted to see. And then they just look like shit defensively. They start losing more games than we've seen them lose the last couple of years. Now, I got to ask, are the Warriors finally vulnerable? No. No. Damn. <laughs> well, well, they're not. I mean, is. is I think it's two teams in the NBA. I think there's like 30. I think there's two right now. Mm, not even the Bucks. Not even, bro. Like, like watching like last night and just like other times, like they play is like a different level. Like, it's just like it's a certain level you have to get to. to no, play that game, teams, the, the right? Warriors Rockets game, anytime they play, like that's serious yeah. ball. Like, like it ain't no, I don't see no other teams that could actually play at that level. Like, there's two teams. Like, if you make any mistake, like they're gonna score on you. Anytime, like. Any mistake you make that you get scored on, and they play like a different level of defense too. It just it's just a different pace they play at. I don't know why, but I don't see other teams actually getting to that level. I really like the Bucks. I feel like the Bucks are like at a level right below them. Yeah. I guess, but um, I don't trust the Bucks offense. You don't? I don't because what what Antetokounmpo does now. I feel like when you when you clog the paint and you have people that can play wing and stretch and go around picks like the way they did, like they do both teams. Yeah, I, I I think that just puts too much pressure on Middleton, and I don't trust Bledsoe to score at all. Yeah, I mean, but the thing about the Bucks is, uh, I think Antetokounmpo has to do too much on both sides of the ball. Like if you play the Warriors, like okay, you got to guard Kevin Durant. Okay, now you got to score against Iguodala and Draymond Green. Right. But um, the thing about uh, what Nal was saying about the Warriors' losses, um, I mean, yeah, the Suns beat them, and this team beat them, and that team beat them. But who's going to beat them in a seven-game series? Like, That's what I'm saying. These yeah, teams, like, like, most like, teams can't compete, honestly. Yeah, I don't think any. Maybe the Rockets. But after last night, I don't even know that. Like, so who could be like? I well, mean, they see, lost by one though. Well, see, the thing to, is, no, the thing is, people oh, are saying like, like without like, Durant. But see, that's what I'm saying. Durant. Oh, he didn't play. No, but the, but the first three times we beat them this year, Durant was there. I mean, Boogie had one but of those we play, Boogie games. But the thing so. is, we played without Capella when we beat them three times. He can't check Boogie three times though. I mean, but he can't check Boogie. But though. it was three to one right now. I know, but Boogie is becoming the player that no, he had, no? A, good, he had a good offensive game. He was still awful on defense. I think a more important question. How good does he have to be defensively against Capella though? Capella only. Well, it's not really Capella. It's not really man. Capella. They just play him on switch all day. They just hmm. shot by, but they play him on switch every play. Hmm. He's awful in the pick and roll. I think a more important question for the Rockets is: Can everybody stay healthy, especially Chris Paul? Especially, yeah, Aragorn. not everybody. I feel like it's just Chris Paul. Him and Aragorn. The entire thing is just: Can Chris Paul stay healthy? As a matter of fact. I ain't even playing him these last 14 games of the regular season. Yeah. I may not play him in the first round. You sit your ass down until the conference finals. That's it. Like, you don't do and nothing after else. that, I don't want to hear nothing else from him. Like, if he don't if he don't stay healthy throughout he this retire. postseason, I done with him. He got to retire. We love to cut like, him You know out. what? This is like old school wrestling. This is a loser leaves no. town mind. Yeah, we have to cut him. Like, he get us to a certain point. But if he, if he like, have some kind of medical letdown in the playoffs... That's it. Because honestly, get these last, this last stretch, I want to see Harden take his foot off the gas. He I want Harden to. to conserve as much as possible because now shit about to get real. He's been taking mostly threes, though. He's, he's don't really. These like last couple games, driving don't into the rim. Like, no I don't care if you average 20 points per game. But this see, last it's still moderate, though, because seeding. It does. It's seeding. Honestly, like, certain teams you don't want to play in the first round just because it's too difficult. Like, the Jazz. Well, here's the thing they can't get. They can't get one or two, right? They could get two. They can get two? They could get two. They'd be like two behind Denver. Mm. But okay. they've been winning. I don't trust them when they play like good teams, though. But they they just need to lose some regular season games. But they really, really fighting for that position. Well, okay, so saying all of this, though, mm. why don't y'all think the Warriors are vulnerable? Because they have Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins, and Stephen Curry. Okay, moving on. 
<laughs> what else do you That's, need? Because they're the Warriors. Like these, these other teams cannot put enough on the court just to run with them. Yeah, I think yeah they have like two of the greatest shooters of all time, and then they have a seven foot tall guy who could get any shot he like, wants I, at like last any night, given time. He a seven but watch this. Last That's night, crazy. I saw uh, mm-hmm. when Aiton was posting him up, and I was like, these niggas the same height, same height. <laughs> but like with someone like Clay Thompson, just like back to that point like I watched Clay Thompson like if you if you hesitate for a second and he's go like the opposite way you're done like he's scoring on you yeah, like, yeah. N- like you got PJ Tucker switching on him you got Jared Green switching on him now you got, trying to dunk I need dunk in, uh, and you got like Clay Thompson <laughs> is a big Clay Thompson is like a 6 foot 7 240 pound with guy with the cheesiest that's what I'm dunking that's what like he's not a small guy I need to shoot I need to shoot shoot, the, shoot and like shoot. um and that's the thing. Clay Thompson is what their fourth option. That would drive you insane after a while. Third. It's weird though, like because he's like third, third option. I would say third. He's the third option, but got. I feel like they, his light is more green than Durant and and, and Steph. He's the third option. He's like the third or fourth option. Not and he, fourth. Third. He's third. Definitely he might. Third. He might just go for fifty on you. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, you know what? Yeah, that's that. You know what? That one sentence that described everything, and that's why they're vulnerable because who else? There's nobody else where your third option could score 50. You have to play a perfect There's no game other to beat team. Them. Most nights. I mean, and, like, and not even a game, but who can play a perfect series, series to beat right. them? Like, you could get them in a game. You may even push them to seven. But nobody else has a third option that could score 50. Like, in the finals last year, like, I think the Cavs are beating them. And then Clay Thompson just started hitting threes. He just went off. and That's three different dudes that could win a game by themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. and no team has it. They have three of the top players. All right, let's go to the East now. Because... That's not. If the West is so, <laughs> we gotta go to the East for a minute because we gotta give the East some credit, though. No. Because you know, here's why we do. I know you don't believe Milwaukee. I know you At don't. All. You you're not gonna believe Milwaukee until they actually do it. But the reason I give the East credit and I give all these front offices at the teams at the top of the East credit is because them niggas actually going for it. They though. swing for the fences. They man. going for it. Philly, like they ain't just sitting back. And Philly I, was all in. I loved what everyone did at the trade deadline because everybody was like, hey, push these chips to the center of the table. We in. Yeah. We in because that's. I feel like that's how you got to run your organization. Shit, that's what Cleveland doing in, in the NFL. Like you got. Yeah, you they shut just up, man. <laughs> Sorry. But you want the what? Giants find no more? It still hurt, though. <laughs> no, it don't. Yeah, it does. just beat just by just pull for the. Browns. That's an awful move, though. Pull just, for the Chiefs. Just pull for the Browns. Why not just pull get a new Chiefs? quarterback? Babe? They got a brown uniform, dog. Yeah, but that could be lit. Just get a new. Why the Giants just didn't get a new quarterback? Babe? They refused to get a new quarterback. Oh, oh, you have you not read my Facebook post for the past like three years? Eli got something on Gettleman. I think so. No, like anyway. Uh, Eli, got, anyway, let's, that's let's a basketball podcast. So, so, <laughs> all right, so the Celtics, right? The Celtics, obviously, Eastern Conference Finals last year. And you could say that their additions was Haywood and Kyrie because they didn't play last year on the run to the ECF. We know what Philly did at the deadline. You get Tobias Harris, and early, even earlier than that, you get Jimmy Butler. So you add, you get Markel Fultz out of there. So addition by subtraction, you don't have to be hounded by that story no more about him being a bust. But the Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler pickups, I don't think there's been another team in the league that has added two starters like that mm-hmm. in one season and and automatically I think puts you in the conversation. Now their third option may not be able to go for fifty on you, but that's a good ass team. Who's the third option? Is it Ben? I think it's Ben. So so who's second option? I think it's Jimmy. By you virtue of the fact that Ben just always ben has, has the ball, the ball in, his in his hand. hand. Yeah. I I put Jimmy fourth. You think Jimmy's the fourth option? I think Jimmy's Jimmy the ain't gonna let option. himself be the fourth option. I think Tobias Harris is a better scorer. Tobias Harris is a better scorer, but I mean, but, but Jimmy Butler, but, but Jimmy's an asshole. Jimmy, I was gonna say Jimmy Butler's a crazy ass. Think nigga. about it. We hold on. Though. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how he feel about Tobias Harris being. I was about to say. I don't know. But this, but to me, this is why Philly's sneaky good though, because yeah. we ain't hearing shit from Jimmy Butler, and this seems like the perfect situation for Jimmy Butler nah, to be. That nigga's a fight him though. That's what I. Yeah, but I was we ain't been s- hearing nothing. No, but them niggas would fight him though. Well, this ain't yeah. like this ain't like Minnesota though. Like no, Sim is definitely with the shits. Like he'll fight him. Joel and Embiid <laughs> fight that nigga. Like <laughs> I, like I say, what like I like what I always say every podcast. What did Joel Embiid's dad do? Bro, yeah, John and John and Simmons would fight that nigga dog. Yeah. And their, their they, bench they, is so good. They, See, I feel if, like if you don't believe in Milwaukee, you got to give me dog. something on Philly, dog. Because look at Philly bench. They got yeah. giant-ass Boban. I like TJ McConnell. Exactly. Yeah, they got Boban. I, I like TJ McConnell's game. Simmons. They got Does Reddick come off the bench or Reddick nice. starts? No, Reddick starts. I feel like Reddick comes off the bench, right? No, he no, starts. I feel like Reddick would low-key fuck Jimmy up. Nah. No. No? He going to Duke. 
So Tobias plays what four? Yeah, yeah. Tobias playing like stretch four. Like that's outside of the Warriors, you can't name that's a, a better five. five than that because you got Ben, JJ, Jimmy, Tobias, and Embiid. Yeah, no drop off. That's a good five. <sighs> The thing is with Embiid, like when I watch him play, that's tough to beat in the in a seven game series. When when I watch him Embiid play, dude. I think like yo, this dude might be the best player in the NBA. He's like, good, bro. I when I look at him play, like I mean, he, he play with him. I, I just like the effort he plays with. He he just like somebody his size shouldn't be able to do the things he does. Yeah. Every time he hero step, that shit is killing me. It's just like what the fuck? like you're the biggest person on the floor. And he like dog, slumped over too. He's, so he's he like just, seven foot four, dog. He, he yeah. tall though. Like he home like it's. It's mind blowing. Like people like him and Janice and Kevin Durant is just like, how? Like I don't, I don't understand. So when, but but saying all of this and heaping all this praise on Philly, we still ain't buying Philly as a legit contender against mm. against the West and them. It's the in the East to come in out the, of the East. I, I I bought them as a contender to come out of the East. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could beat Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. But, but I'll okay, pick them over so, Milwaukee. Hold on, so Tej, you are sold on Milwaukee being the best team in the East, Randy. You are not. No, I don't think that I don't think they could. Be, I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure if they could beat the Celtics. Who Philly? Yeah, I think they can, but I'm not like completely sold on it. The one reason that you have to be sold on Milwaukee, right, is because the numbers dictate that these are the numbers of teams that win championships. Because there's nobody else that's top three in offense and defense. They number one in defense, number three in offense. And mm-hmm. hear me out. Giannis always is do this thing where it looked like he go into layup, but then he's dunk on you with his left hand. Yeah, like that's unstoppable. You know what? Maybe Embiid could stop it. I mean, and they got guys who are playing like it, and guys who you wouldn't even think of. Look at like Malcolm Brogdon. That dude is going like, but he's gonna go 50, 40, 90. Like he's you know, a nice piece. I, you know, I am pegged to come out of the East. Toronto. Oh, yeah. we didn't even talk about See, that. The, the, the I East am is Toronto good. coming the, out of the East. The East is good. I like the East. It's like. Niggas saw LeBron left, and everybody was like, "Yeah, let's get it." The the throne open. It's it's basically Game of Thrones. Like it ain't it ain't bad. You know what it's like? It's like I don't know if you remember this time. It's like the West Western Conference is like the WWF, and like they have Eastern the big conference is like WCW. Ah, uh, when the Monday like you, Night Wars, you know, is you going still on. like to watch it, yeah. but it's like. It yeah. ain't prime time. Yeah, but yeah, it ain't as good, but I need to click when over to see what's going end, on. I just yeah. need to like because uh, as soon as, soon as WWF was on commercial, I click over to WWF just to see exactly. what's going on. Like, let me see. You got to switch it back and forth. So, like the top four in the East, I think, th- and that's why that's a part of the reason why to me this season has been so good because you get the balance. Yeah, because they have been enough for you. You was mentioning the shitty teams, right? But I think the top four teams in the East did enough for you to say. I got to see what they're doing every night. I just like, want to see I Toronto. Have, yeah, I got to at least think about whether this team can get this done or not. And you, the, know, you know, not to cut you, you know why I gave it to Toronto? Because Pascal Siakam has developed into a great player. A great player. A really good player. Hmm. A really, really good player. See, a Toronto, sneaky good Toronto player. is the one in the four that I don't buy. Wow. Because they're Toronto. You just can't get... Because they're Toronto. Like, I just... I can't get past that it's mental barrier bro. of y'all are the same dudes. No, it's not. That's, that's, that's the same that's reason. Kawhi Leonard, Tell though. me why it's different. It's, it's different. Kawhi Leonard good, man. That's I, a, I, but, I didn't give him enough credit earlier, is but Kawhi good, Kawhi appreciably better than DeMar DeRozan for, for the Raptors to go from what they were before to the conference yeah, champs, though? I think so. All right. Honestly, the same thing you said is the same reason why I'm not quite ready to write Boston off. Like because they're Boston, yes, they're a mess. Yes, Kyrie Irving is doing a fake leader thing. They might have too much. <laughs> He's so bad at leadership. He's really bad at it. And they gave him good at leadership since Tehran was throwing bows on him and and, <laughs> and, and uh, candlelight. I was on his team. It wasn't even like I was on his team. He just is like going out this going. That's yeah, just yeah. how he plays in the NBA too. <laughs> you know what? That's funny. He plays no different in NBA than he played at the Jeff Rogers celebrity game. Yeah, he just that goes out there and does his thing, and then like um, but yeah, like um. But but they're Boston and we we not ready to write them off yet. Like I like, I feel like I am. I don't feel I don't feel like they I don't feel like they beat in Philly or Milwaukee or Toronto. I think Phil, I think Toronto beats Philly. I think they they beat Philly pretty uh, pretty pretty convincingly. They did do that thing where they get um like what teams used to do when they got somebody to guard Shaq. They got Marcus All the exactly. guard Joel Embiid. Yeah, Marcus All good, bro. Yeah, of course. He's yeah. That's weird because he was supposed to be washed. He's really good. Marg is all good. Pascal is good. Fred Van Vliet is good. So the Celtics are the ones that didn't end that that wound up. I don't believe not, in the Celtics. Not doing enough then. 
I don't I'm, believe in the Celtics. So at this point, like we're sold on this. They absolutely hate each other, right? Like the Celtics hate each other. I, I mean, mean they don't like each other. Dog, if you play with Kyrie Irving, you'd hate. Let me show you what happened, right? How to set up. Kyrie and Marcus Smart, cool, right? Terry Rozier, I don't really like them niggas like that. I feel like Terry Rozier doesn't like anybody. No, he, I don't feel don't. like he really like them niggas like that. I feel like them two get along. Tatum could stand Kyrie, but Jalen Brown don't really like the nigga like that. No, I thought Kyrie and Tatum. I feel like no. See, I feel like Jalen Brown and Tatum close, so neither one of them fuck with Kyrie. No, I feel like no. I thought Jay, I thought Jason Tatum and Kyrie they in the Kobe cult, so they kind of yeah, like fuck yeah, with they each kinda other. Like, but they like each yeah. other like off the court, but they can't play together because they're in the Kobe cult. They can play together, no. and that's when it works. It didn't work when Kyrie come by, because I am oh, sure. I mean Kyrie. No, I mean Kyrie oh. and Tatum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the, they, see, they might, they might, they might have the same life philosophies, but that's not conducive to good team basketball. See, and this is why I think it's all the the young dudes like t- like Rosier and it's Tatum Rose and, and Brown, Brown, right? Because they was doing so good last year, and anytime Kyrie say this shit about the young guys, don't get it. Who you think he talking about? He talking about Tatum and Jalen Brown. He ain't talking about the rest of them. He talking about Rosier. He talking about Rosier. But they were the dudes that were the stars. Rosier wasn't a star. Rosier was a role player. Jalen, Br- you thought Jalen Brown was a bigger star than anybody I tell you, in the Jaylen world. Brown, <laughs> I got. Got, got. We gotta bring it up again. We gotta bring it up again. We gotta find it. We gotta bring it up again. <laughs> But remember when you know Jalen Brown and Giannis was on the same level? Wait, for like a, made, for like a couple months it was there. You made like an impassioned article. I was telling you. I mean, you, an impassioned like uh, argument. Like you I'm were really. You, he was on it. You were saying that with your chest, dog. Now Giannis is like the best player in the league. NBA. Like, and Jalen Brown out of the rotation in Boston. In Boston. In a couple months. That's how quick that happened. That Wait, I know amazing. he can't stand Gordon Hayward, dude. Oh, he has to hate Gordon Hayward. I know he hate Gordon Hayward. Like, and anytime I, I, Gordon I feel like Al Hoffa just hate all them niggas. Like, anytime Gordon Hayward miss a shot, I know Jalen Brown has looked down at the bench and be like, see, see? This shit was not so, last so year. who hates who more? You think Jalen Brown hates Gordon Haywood more? Or you think uh, Rozier hates Kyrie Irving? Because oh, you no, know, I hate you Kyrie know Rozier hates him with a passion. Because <laughs> you know, you know per- he's on the best. Like, like I'm better than this nigga. Like I'm better than this nigga. No, why I say that? Because it's like a personal vibe. See that that. Like that Gordon Hayward injury, that could have been any first string player that get injured and come back, and you could feel the way for him taking your spot. I feel like Kyrie and, and Terry playoffs. Rozier just don't like each other. Like I feel like Terry Rozier is like, why this nigga just don't you know, shut up? You know, you know how you know this, right? Because yeah. Terry Rozier is that nigga who don't know how to take a break in practice. Yeah. Like he can go hard in practice. He could always play with that that wild ass chip on his shoulder. He's played like he been to CI. Like that's Terry Rozier thing. You Kyrie ain't with that. No, Kyrie ain't with that. You could so, imagine and practice him complaining about yeah, a foul and stuff like that. And Kyrie been trying to sun them all year. Oh, yeah. Shit, we seen Kyrie Irving complain about a foul. We Ex- saw how that happened. Exactly. So, so imagine what Terry Rozier doing in practice. Because Terry Rozier, in his mind, he playing for that spot. But he ain't got that spot, though. Of course he ain't got that spot. He, he far from that spot. They ain't paying you enough money for you to have that he spot, number that one. The thing is, Terry Rozier was a, a, a 5'11 uh, shooting guard at Louisville. You don't get to where Terry Rozier in life unless you think that you belong in that yeah. spot. Irrational confidence that guy. That nigga's crazy. Like that's who he is. Yeah, that dude is crazy. I mean, all that is cool, but he ain't getting that spot. Of though. course not. No, he's never getting that spot, but but nah, you he, can't... He, 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 but, he's playing with heart. But you can't convince him that he don't... You can't convince him that he don't belong. that don't belong to him. Terry Rozier, mom and dad ain't giving him that spot over Kyrie. No. Like, come on, bro. Like, like we get it. All right, we got to switch back for the wet, to the West for Low key, I see, I see, not the guy, I see Isaiah. It almost got cut. I think oh, I thought he was just out the rotation. He like well, cut, that's cut. basically what that mean. I well, you know what? Denver was doing too good. What the hell they was gonna do with him anyway? So you think he's done in the NBA or someone else pick him up? I, I think he's done. Where's he gonna go? You think he's done? Yeah. I think this is how it happens to the undersized scorers. But like at one Nate point, Robinson? yeah, at one oh, point Nate Robinson God. was doing the thing, from team and to then team to team. it just gets to that point where you bouncing from team to team. Wait, when and I see Nate going from Chicago, he to was in the Golden, Bulls to Golden State to. OKC to, uh, I forget what other team he is. There's a bunch. He was in the Bulls playing like in the playoffs, like with Darren Williams when he's killing Darren yeah, Williams. And then he's he, cooking Darren Williams. And then he was out of the league. Yeah, and, and that is how it's going. He this, played for the Nuggets and all, but he's he been that, on my team. This is how we gonna remember the Isaiah Thomas thing. It was like, wait, remember that year he wait, scored thirty and then he get hurt and then that was wait, it. That season, just, that was wait, it. I know he's have nightmares about that season. Of course, that was his Demarco Murray season. Of course, that's what it was. But and the fucked up thing about it is. That whole entire thing about him playing after after his, his sister, sister died, died yeah. 
that 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 turned out to probably be one of the worst things to happen in his career. Like easily. That's because crazy. Though. He was never the same after that. He's never the same after that. I mean, it could also be that he's five foot six and his hip is ruined. Like, yeah, but, but I mean, you need you need that. You need your hips. Yeah, but he would already had the money though. Yeah. If he didn't, for, if he didn't like come back and have that shit have had that shit happen, he would he would have been resting a lot more than forcing himself to play on it. Yeah, that's which true. I'm sure only made that injury worse. I know you regret that day, boy. Of course, every day. Kids, oh. sit out when you get hurt. Sit out when you get hurt. Uh, Zion. Sit out when you get hurt. I'm saying. And this was Isaiah Thomas playing for money. So, whatever. So, let's go to the West. This is also... This this is a sore spot for me because it's one of my four teams. But it was one of my four teams that was at the forefront of my list. And... Kings ain't gonna make the playoffs, though. No. We were making a good push. Looked like it was gonna be strong. And then... The they lose games. They had no business losing. I, I'm not gonna lie though. This this post All Star break schedule has been brutal. The post All Star break schedule. I was just looking it up. They had Denver, Golden State. They had like three or four games against elite, top three seeded competition, and mm. they was losing all them games by like two points. But then it's now lost. Yeah, 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 and now. At the point in the season where they needed to win most of their games, they lost like seven out of ten. Yeah. Something crazy like that. And while they were doing that, the Clippers and Spurs went on like eight game winning streaks. The Clippers tough. And that was it. So the the dream of, of that me and John had where we would get to have the first round on the West Coast and just bounce between Golden State and Sacramento, that's done. Yeah. It's not happening. Thanks for coming. Goddamn Clippers. And they were supposed to be tanking? Nah, bro. They were supposed to be. They, they traded wait, everybody. But look at their roster, though. You don't want to fight that team, bro. Bro, you know what? Be- isn't their best score? like that team winning? Because they have a bunch of convicts. I mean, they got... I think, like, Landry Shaman is, like, their, like, best score. No, Shai, he's not. They got Lou Williams. It's Shai Gilly. Right. Like, exactly. Landry... I mean, not Landry. Lou Williams just broke the record for most points ever by a bench player. Yeah, Montrezl Howard would be scoring a lot, too. How good do you think it is to be Lou Williams in L.A.? Lou, in uh, in anywhere. Because, like, I mean, like... You could have stopped that sentence after anywhere, Williams. Yeah. I mean, like, nobody really... Like, the dude was, like, 6'1". Like, nobody, like... He blends in everywhere. Yeah, he blends in, like... He was doing this in Atlanta. Hell. He's doing it in Toronto. He not like this, though. He's doing it. He's from dog. Atlanta, though. He yeah. cooking right now, though. He been doing that? He cooking right now. He low, low key. He like 35, though. Yeah. That's why he's saying. That's what I want to start. He cooking, wait. You know, you know why? Lou Williams has no stress because he's had two girlfriends for a very long time and nobody give him no static about it. Not a person. Even, even rappers is give him his respect. Like, you know what? You do this shit the right way. No one has said that with Lou Will. Lou Will. Lou Will. Nobody has said anything about him. For some reason, any... Any rapper, any hooper, like, nobody has ever had a negative thing to say about him. Everybody just respect him. Plus, they just let this nigga get away with two girlfriends. But think about the lineup they put on the guard, though. You got him. You got Beverly. You got Montrezl Harrell. Shy Gilly is their point guard now. Shy, Shy. whatever you name. Shigulius, Gillius, whatever you name. <laughs> they got, they got Shamit. They got uh, one of them niggas. Oh, Montrez, you said that. Uh, wait, they have a tough... Hold on, bro. I gotta who plays center there. for them? I looked that up. I was like, wait, this is a J lineup, bro. <laughs> Gallinari is that man scorer though. That's who really scored off for them. Lou Will getting like twenty a game. Are you trying to show yes. you, bro? I, no, I, no I honestly didn't know Lou Will was getting twenty. That's why I trying to tell you, like Lou Williams, Lou Williams be cooking these niggas way. I didn't know he averaged twenty two last year. Jesus Christ. The he's LA like bro. A, That's the wait, LA money. Well, he he's averaging twenty a game. Yes. Wow. But he's been doing it though. Like he. Wow. Literally everywhere he's gone, he's had this kind of production. Philly, Atlanta. L.A. Bro. The Clippers Houston. tough, bro. The Clippers might not be able to score with you every night, but they could play defense every single night. Ain't nobody night. gonna watch them, man. Sacramento would have been so much more entertaining in the playoffs, though. Sacramento is a good, fun team to watch. Yeah, they could score. Yeah, it's the fastest team in the league. Run up and down. Buddy do buddy stuff. De'Aaron Fox. Bagley is going to be one of the most entertaining players in this league for a while. Look, I am happy about our growth and development. I just wanted to be in the playoffs this year. I guess oh. said Frank Mason. We you know why? Because his stupid ass uh, mess up when Buddy was supposed to get Dwayne Wade jersey. That's why. Whatever. That was a. Po- oh. 
Why would Wade give the jersey to Frank Mason? That's what happened. That was supposed to be for Buddy. Never. Why do you think Wade gave him the shoes afterward? Never. How Frank Mason get it now? Finesse. Inside sources. Show up in finesse. Show up in finesse. Why would Wade be giving a jersey he ain't to Frank even Mason? Shooting guard. No reason for Wade to give a jersey to Buddy's Frank Mason. Buddy's like a shooting guard. And Buddy was cooking that game. And he was cooking that game. Which is why I'm saying, and clearly Wade knew what was up because like Frank Mason. Wade didn't give nobody else shoes. No. But he, he felt like he had to give Buddy something. So Buddy got the shoes after the fact. Frank Mason. Frank Mason ain't even in that. the rotation. Yogi Farrell taking all his minutes. I know that on I know he posted on Instagram. Bro, who played Iva Zubak is like their go Yeah, it's like it's like Zubak. Garrett Temple. Dog, this is like the this is like the real life chain gang. It looks like a team that was planning on tanking is what it looks like. And then these motherfuckers just won games. I just had the Kings ain't gonna be in it. So that's it. Okay. Fucking Enough on the court stuff. We cannot leave this podcast without talking about interactions between fans and people. Interactions between fans and players and fans and owners. And I gotta say, I became even more of a Russell Westbrook fan now. Wait, I glad they didn't come after him. Like I thought they was gonna come after him. Though. After because once once he said <laughs> And your wife, I was like, ah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Is there anything no that Russell, Is there anything that Russell Westbrook gives a fuck about though? Because I feel clearly not. You cannot come on Russell Westbrook with the shits about nothing. I feel like he has the soul of like a of an old black man from like the 1890s, he's, like he's seeing things and done things. Like Russell Westbrook does not. Un- <laughs> he miserable. <though. laughs> he really is. <laughs> no, but the thing is, if you go on his Instagram, I feel like in his personal life, he's very happy. Oh if yeah, he- he's like he's like the happiest father. The you, happiest husband. You ever heard Kevin Durant talk about how jealous he was of Westbrook because he has, like, both his parents and, like, he had his girlfriend since yeah, college and he yeah, married her like, and, like, he grew up in a happy home. Happy like, two-parent home. Yeah. Doesn't have the Middle class. Work. Like, both his parents yeah. had jobs. Like, he went to UCLA. Like, but when that nigga get on the court, he turned into right. something else. Like, <laughs> he t- I, You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think he like white people. I don't think so. I don't think he like white people. I don't think so. I, I think honest, that's what it is. I honestly feel like <laughs> the fact that when he turned and saw it was some white dude and his his wife's talking shit that took it up another level. Because it probably wasn't even racial. I mean, it's Utah. It and the little boy tapped him the week before. <laughs> Hold on. How scared you almost for that little boy? I thought Russell was friggin' body slamming. Right? But because when, honestly, when he did the initial turn, right? Before he, he thought saw it was the man it was next a, to him. Right. Before, before he realized it was a kid, like you could see that rage. <laughs> Like the same kind of speed he's attacked a basket with, he was like he was going he's at like, shorty with. Nigga, I, but my favorite part, my favorite part of this is I feel like a lesser man would have given like some half-assed like rehearsed apology or made no. a statement, and he was like, "No, I said what I said. I'm gonna do it every. I'll do it again." <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's he, it. he said, I, "I'll do that every time." Like I, I like sometimes I like that dude. Just just I own said it. What I said. Wait, I mean, like, what could he say? He on video said. I don't, and then you and your wife. I mean, you're already getting fine anyway, so why apologize? How much you name? How much they fine? Twenty five thousand. That's it. Yeah. That's a life fine. That's, that's good. Twenty five k. And the dude in Utah got banned uh, for, for life. life. I didn't want them label Russell as like a woman beater. No, I but I, I mean, don't feel like he's like a woman beater. He, you don't give me that energy. He's only upset at people trying to stop him from shooting. Yeah, that's it. He's he's never going to be upset at a woman Watch unless she tries I, I to hope stop him. I hope I notice them shot at them starting to creep up. Well, playoffs, playoff time coming. Yeah. Stay woke. Playoff, playoff time coming. Like the Paul, the Paul George shit is all cute and all that. But like I tell people all the time, thirty this, shot Russ on the way. Bro. This man played with KD for nine years. Mm-hmm. Settle down with this. This is Paul George's team thing. Like mm-hmm. get out of here with that. He just he bought K- him new guns, bro. He had KD for <laughs> nine years. Thirty shots. Paul he George. You ready to let him go? Trust me. But what do I wanted to get y'all take on like? fan interaction and what a fan mm-hmm. should be allowed to do though because you've seen it happen a couple times with Westbrook yeah. before it's happened with other players do y'all feel like especially in the NBA because like in the NFL fans far as hell away from the sidelines I this mean, is the only sport where you legitimately like right there on yeah. top of them and it feels like fans are getting to do whatever they want but I mean like what's I mean, your take on you that you could talk you could say stuff don't touch me though as long as you don't touch me, like, I don't mind. Don't throw nothing on the guard. Don't do stuff like that. But I mean, words... I still don't feel like they could say whatever they want. No, I mean, words... Could... Well, that's for me. Words ain't really the thing that can set me off See, like you that. Say, so you saying that, Randy, until yeah. somebody say some words that 
you ain't really no. fucking with. I mean, like, look, when I was in college, I used to like uh, playing away games. I like when fine tackle and say you suck and talk shit. But like, that's one thing. Yeah. But like, you gotta realize that those are men you're talking to. So you gotta approach them as that's if you would approach a man on the streets. Now, if you say something that you can't say anything that you wouldn't say to a man on the streets. Now, heckling and saying you suck and you yeah, like you, you fucking could, ugly. You could say that playing pick a ball. That's like cool. you could go out on the court. Like we could go out on Malcolm Park and you could be playing against some niggas and you'd be like, but but you dead, but you, you, you can't fucking garbage. Like, you yeah. could say that kind of shit. Like you shooting shit. You you could do that. Yeah, but you can't run up on some random nigga and you be like, hey, I'll fuck you up or get on your knees yeah, or whatever like, they were saying. Like you can't beat. Don't talk shit like you prepared to fu- like you expecting a fight if you ain't prepared to fight. Hey, right. like I say, like what, like I say about white people saying the n word, like you could say it, but you should be, you should understand, you should be ready for what's gonna happen next. Some consequences behind that, and yeah. I feel like I feel like fans just feel like because I pay a couple thousand, I could get to say whatever. Or, I Or this guy take this guy makes eighteen million dollars a year, he could take it like. He makes $18 million a year, but he's a grown-ass man, and you should talk to him like he's a grown-ass man. Also, he's making $18 million to play basketball, not to sit here and be berated by you. He's not your Negro. That's a, that's all I'm saying. And also, like I said in the beginning, this really could just be that Russell Westbrook don't like white people. I have no confirmation of that, but it's just a feeling I have. Russell Westbrook is not your Negro. <laughs> I guess. Okay, well, let's let's go in the other direction, though, because James Dolan had a Knicks fan that was telling... I wouldn't even call it heckling, but he, he just... Heckling. He just, he said just was suggesting, sir, please sell the team. I would like to have some sports happiness, and you shitty at being a Knicks owner, sell the team. I mean, that's true, though. Dolan responded by saying, uh, give me them season tickets. You can't come here no more. No, you can't do that. Dude. The thing is, with um, <laughs> that's what it is. The, the thing is, if that dude had tickets, it means he's spending a lot of money to that's be right. there. Yeah, of course. Because um, not as much money as Dolan has. You know what's crazy though? Like when I saw the headline, like I thought, like because you know how New York people go, I thought he was like wilding out. Like I thought he would have said, like on some like, "Yo, son, get the fuck out of here!" Like he's just like sell the team, which I thought was tame enough. So yeah, uh, I'm kind of disappointed. I fine. like if you're gonna get revoked, get like at least say some wild shit. I mean, he didn't know it was going there, though. He had to know. You, you know James Dolan is a fucking cornball. Like, you know he'd do some shit like that. Yeah. Like, eh. No? I mean, the Knicks the worth, like, they one of the most profitable teams in the league. and James Even though Dolan, they trash. Yeah, even though they trash, they worth, like, 4.5 bill. Bro. And James Dolan has done nothing to make them worth that much. I don't know why KD or Kyrie or anybody would go there. Porzingis just got the hell up out of Dodge. I don't know why anybody would go there. The whole it's New York thing, I don't even get that appeal. But I wouldn't want to play for James Dolan. You know what would be funny? Free agency come up. They'd probably, probably be losing free agent. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. They could spend $200 million. They could spend at least $300 million on Bradley, Beal, and Jimmy Butler. I feel like no. Nah, I feel like those dudes are in their prime. I feel like they're gonna get. They're gonna spend like four hundred million dollars on that's like, what they the Marcus up, Cousins. That's what they get away. <laughs> like they're gonna. They're gonna they do something like that. They're too in their prime though. I think they they gotta get somebody really washed. Like, I don't know. Like they might. Marcus Eighteen million on like Marcus mm-hmm. and ten million for Vince Carter. Like, <laughs> like they would do some I shit like that. Like Marcus Jimmy Butler, big, big free agent signing. Vince Carter, one last dunk. Yeah, that's next year. Vince Carter, <laughs> Carter bringing back. How one much last like? Dunk. What how do much, you think he going to do next year? How much does he hate his wife? I want him to. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like he must really hate his wife. <laughs> like, wait, that nigga, like, nigga like, have been in every city. Why does this nigga not <laughs> want to go home? But he still Duncan though. <gasps> nigga, I'm still like, Duncan. That shit hurt though. <laughs> like, obviously, it ain't hurt. What team do you think he playing with next year? I feel like this needs to end in Toronto. People have to stop signing him. The only way this no. ends is in Toronto. People have to. Stop you don't think he's better than some of these other dudes? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's the crazy shit about this? It's not even like he's out there chasing a ring. Like he's just doing whatever. He just going wherever. Like think about it. The last two years he played for Sacramento and Atlanta. This nigga ain't even going to playoff teams, but like, you know what? Ten points a game, bro. I, I saw a video when he was coaching uh, Harry Giles out of teaching out of playing the post last year. I'm like, oh, this nigga's like just doing whatever. I guess <laughs> like whatever. He probably was there in, like long buns. He was. He wasn't even... long buns. <laughs> he was okay. Like, no, you, seriously. You know he don't practice. Seriously, you go, think to, he's go, to, go to Toronto. He, he runs practice. practice. He can't practice. He runs practice. He can't practice. <laughs> you think he's... You no, no. Yeah. his body don't have enough in him. He's probably come, ar- come around, take a couple J's. He's come for scrimmage. Yeah, but he can't... I don't, he don't even be going hard in scrimmage. He, he's, his body can't do that and then Bro, recover. Practice is like the hardest part. But no, he can't I... can't do that, me. Like, I heard stories about when Don Nelson was in Dallas when they handed it off to Avery... 
Avery Johnson. Mm. And they were saying, like, Avery Johnson was running practice for, like, the past three years anyway. Like, I think Vince Carter runs practice. You don't think so? Play something like that. Toronto. It's got to be Toronto. But he just need to stop. Buddy. He can go to Miami next year. Like just some like some inconsequential team. Memphis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go he's, back to Memphis. He's gonna go like Orlando. Nah, he he, he played for Orlando, right? Nah, he's not yeah. going back there. He but played see, for Orlando. Yeah, he did. He played. Orlando. Yeah. Orlando he was like Memphis, ta- right? Orlando. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he Orlando did. was like the tail end of his prime because that was right uh, after New Jersey. Yeah, that's when they thought yeah. they were going to the finals. Yeah. I think it, N- dog, it has to be Toronto. The only way this en- the only way this story ends and it you get the storybook really. ending that you want the is African where, it all, not sign him where it all started. <laughs> he ain't into that, bro. He's you know not. I, mean? I don't think he's gonna go to a team that could win. Like you a, don't think you can let him like play in the OVO training facility? By the way, I gotta go there just to play ball. But honestly, though, that would be good, though. Toronto, that's, that's the best thing. They, listen, Nike could even make he been on all kind so long though. It's been like Nike can make all kind of money off that because what do you do then? You bring back the VC shops. Yeah, for sure. I need them VC shops. Wait, they would tear behind ankle. It don't matter. How niggas used to play in them is beyond me. I you know how much they them. would sell in Vince Carter last season in Toronto. Everybody loved him. Yeah. Hire me, Nike. Get at me. And also, uh, let me find some proper shoes for Zion to put on. I'm big. <laughs> they blow out, dog. He back tonight against Syracuse, by the way. What's the odds he wearing something else other than the PGs? Because he ain't never putting them Paul George back he on his feet. He can't play in nothing else but Nikes. Eh? No, 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 no. He can play in other Nikes, but he ain't playing in them he Paul George. He got to play in, like, 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 Barclays or something. He got to play in, like, 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 some LeBrons or something. Like, something like them boots. Them something Nikes. Something strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This nigga is about to be playing this game with Steel Syracuse. Toe boots or something, Steel toe, one-of-a-kind Nike boots. It's going to be all strapped up. Anyway. All right. We out of here, but listen, we got to be more consistent. Playoff time is coming. The I people, feel like the playoffs could be different. The people need us. I feel like we lock in more in the playoffs. Yeah, we we need we to lock in more. Modes. Playoff modes will be activated. Playoff mode. You no, know, the last person to say that they didn't make the playoffs. Hey, is zero dark ten ys. That money stacked tall, but only partially my focus. So compassionate, struggle hard for me to cope with. Do a lot for others, not for credit or to soak in. But to have an impact on direction that they go in. Grounded by the roots, hooked to the soil. Recognize the rumble that we in, yeah, it's royal.